Matthew chapter 4, from verse 100. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When I read the first four verses one more time. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Praise be to God. There's something very important that the Spirit of God wants to impart into the hearts of those who are here this morning. God's work in the life of his people. Satan's work in the life of his people. And then, his people's work in the life of his people. I want to repeat it again, as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. God's work in the life of a man or a woman or a child who is yielded to God. Satan's work in the life of a man, a woman or a child yielded to God. Amen. And the work of a man, woman or a child in their own life when they're yielded to God. These three are very important. As you see, when a person is yielded to God, they are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God leads those who are yielded to Him. That means when God leads a person, wherever God leads, the person who is yielded to God will follow. The Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness and Jesus went to the wilderness. That's step number one. Anytime God leads a person, a man or a woman, in any direction, there is a purpose of God that God wants to accomplish. 
I want to repeat it one more time, as the Spirit of God wants to teach it. Anytime God leads a man or a woman in a particular direction, there's the purpose of God that God has for that individual that God wants to accomplish in their life. And also the individual must accomplish through God in their own life. So, God at work in the life of an individual, and I say individual, is understood, as I've said before, yielded to God. Very important. Only those who are yielded to God will be led by God and will follow God. God has to lead in order for us to follow. In order for us to be led by God, we must be in Christ. And if we are in Christ, we still have the choice to follow Him or to go some other way, like Jonah did. The Spirit of God leads a person who is yielded to God into the path that God has ordained for them. That means the direction that God wants them to take, the path that God wants them to take, the Spirit of God will lead them into that path. In short, the steps that have been ordered by God for His people, the Spirit of God would, will lead them not just to those steps, but into those steps. The Spirit of God led Jesus Christ into the wilderness and as a purpose each step that God has for his people to step on step into has a purpose very specific purpose the spirit of God led Jesus Christ into the wilderness with a specific purpose God led Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit led Jesus Christ into the wilderness. Now, Jesus being God-man, he was 100% God, and he was 100% man. He had taken the human form, and as a human being, he had to face certain things that were part of the plan of God so that you and I can live, can overcome, can benefit from. So the wilderness experience is part of every Christian life. You cannot bypass that. You go through the wilderness and get to the promised land. Before Jesus began his public ministry, he was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. And what was happening there? Examination. Testing. Jesus was a sinless person by birth and by his life. He chose to live a righteous life. He had no sin in his life. He's the only one ever born in this world who was 100% holy from birth all the way to his death and resurrection. But he had to take this examination before he can have power over the enemy officially in his official ministry. 
And so the Spirit of God, He's taking Jesus Christ through this path, God-ordained path, where Satan will know that he has overcome the enemy here at this point. Jesus overcame the enemy at every point that God had for him all the way to Calvary and beyond. But but before he began the public ministry that God had for him to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to cast out devils, he needed to have the key for the public ministry. There comes after you pass the test. It's going to come after you pass the test. So the Spirit of God is taking Jesus there. Not because Jesus was not ready or they're going to find out if Jesus is going to be ready. No, it's a process that Jesus had to go through in order to show us and also show the devil that he has power over all the parts of darkness by being obedient to the call of God all the way into death. And so wilderness was part of it, just like how baptism is a God-ordained step that every believer must take. And Jesus Christ himself as a human being took that step. Wilderness is also, wilderness is also part of that process where after a person solidifies their relationship with Jesus Christ by obeying him in the waters of baptism, this wilderness part is there. Jesus Christ was taken into that step where he was tested, he was tried. Not by God, but by Satan. He had to pass that, he had to overcome the devil and show him, look, I have power over you because I'm the boss, not you. And so the test began. The test was, Satan came to Jesus and he said, when did he come to him? Right after the fasting was over and Jesus was very hungry. It clearly shows that as Jesus was in the presence of God, he was completely given over to the fasting and prayer, that the grace of God sustained his body, his mind was completely on God. But once that 40 days fasting was completed, Jesus fulfilled that 40 days of fasting and prayer. Then he became hungry because now the body needs a fuel as a human being. And the grace that was given to fast was over because fasting was over. That part of God's work was completed by Jesus Christ successfully. Now when the hunger came, that he had to eat something, 
Satan saw that and he said, there's a good opportunity for me. To see if I can make Jesus bow down to me so that I can become his boss. He bows down to me. So let me try it. Let me see if he'll do what I tell him to do. And pray that the Spirit of God will cause you to understand the depth of what he is speaking to you this morning. In order for God's word and God's call to be fulfilled in your life, you should be an overcomer. Not given to the temptations of Satan. Satan came to Jesus and he said, I see that you're hungry. He came in a very, very sly way, as if someone would really care. He came in a very polite, loving, caring way. I see that you're hungry. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you to quench your hunger. By the way, I just want to remind you too who you are. You're the Son of God, right? If you're really the Son of God, if that is really your call and, and that's the power you have, if you're really the Son of God, why don't you help yourself? Why don't you help yourself? What is he saying? Command that these stones become bread. Easy, Jesus. You don't even have to leave the wilderness. You don't have to go anywhere and buy food. You don't have to go to your house. You don't have to go anywhere else. You're too tired. You're too tired. You have to walk out of the wilderness to go buy food or go to your house and eat. Why don't you do this? As a matter of fact, just do this. If you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. What is Satan trying to do here? He's trying to see if Jesus will obey Satan. It looks like a bright idea. It looked like it came from someone who's really caring. But if you're not smart enough to know the source where it's coming from, and identify that it is the deceiver, we can actually be deceived. Like how Eve got deceived in the Garden of Eden. The difference between Eve and Jesus Christ here is, Eve was self-centered, me-centered, and Jesus Christ was God-centered. He was full of God's word. Eve got defeated by the enemy. Eve actually bowed down to Satan and she made him her Lord. And thereby she inherited death. She moved from life to death because she bowed down to Satan. By listening to his counsel, she lost everything. On the contrary, you see, Jesus Christ do something. The same deceiver came to Jesus too. But Jesus was not a me-centered person, but he was a God-centered person. 
Eve was also walking with God during the cool of the day when God came to see Adam and Eve. How do you think her relationship should have been if she's been walking with God every single day? How about Adam? How did they fall? Always understand. Disobedience to God's word by obeying Satan's word will cause the person to fall into the depths of hell. No matter how long they may claim to have walked with God. I want to repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. It doesn't mean that because you walked with God yesterday and the day before yesterday, oh, He walks with me every day. And I talk with him every day. It doesn't mean you can disobey God and obey Satan. No matter how long you have walked and how long the walk was and and how long you have talked and how long the talk was with God. If we don't do what God has told us to do, disobey him, and do what the devil is telling us to do, we will fall. You know why? Because Satan will always see how he can make you fall, make you lose your blessing, make you lose your call. And he's waiting to see if you will disobey God and obey him. When you obey Satan, every time you obey Satan, you are putting yourself into Satan's trap deeper and deeper every time every time you obey God you keep yourself in the freedom that God has purchased for you through the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary and Satan can never make you his slave Eve gave her keys into the enemy's hand. The enemy used it for destroying Eve and Adam. But Jesus Christ did something very different. Because the heart of Jesus Christ was to do the will of the Father who sent him and to finish it. He never missed the mark. Jesus Christ never missed the mark. Satan was not able to make him fall because Jesus did not bow down to the voice of Satan. Jesus knew his father's voice very well. Jesus said this, My sheep, they hear my voice and they follow They don't listen to the voice of the stranger. They listen only to the voice of the shepherd. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. Those who listen to the voice of the stranger, Satan, they will get 
into the trap of Satan. Like Eve did, and like Adam did, and inherited that curse that came as a result of the enslavement to Satan. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. Every time you obey God, you keep yourself in a very secure place, which is the palm of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every time you disobey, you take yourself out of the security that God has for you. And you set yourself up for a big disaster. Because Satan wants to destroy you. Satan wants to steal from you. Satan wants to kill you. So he looks for every opportunity he can get to destroy you. For those who have the understanding of who they are and who God is and who the devil is, they will not allow the enemy to destroy, to rob. They will not allow the enemy to distract or deceive and take away or forfeit all that God had for them. Satan came to Jesus in a very deceptive way. Jesus was able to see right through the enemy. But this is not from God. This is the enemy who's trying to destroy Jesus Christ before he began his public ministry. You can't obey Satan and serve God. You have to serve God. You have to obey God. Satan thought he can destroy the ministry of Jesus Christ by making him to obey Satan. Jesus Christ was all wise, was all powerful, said this. Verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. I want to read this verse two more times. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And read one more time. But he answered, who? Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What's Jesus saying here? Yes, I'm hungry. But I don't have to eat the bread that you think I need to have. I have something that's far more superior than your recommendations, Satan. That is God's word. I don't need this bread that you are telling me to get. 
by making this stone into bread. I'm not going to do that because I have something else that's far superior to what you're showing. I have God's word. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word. Jesus told Satan this. I'm the boss. I'm the boss, not you. And what you tell me to do, I will not do. Let me show you a better way, Satan. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God is enough. The word of God is enough. The word of God is enough. One principle that you need to consistently apply in a walk with the Lord is defy the voice of Satan in every area of your life every single time defy the voice of the enemy how can you defy the voice of the enemy? Unless you know the voice of the enemy. How can you know the voice of the enemy unless you know the voice of the good shepherd? And that's exactly what Jesus said. My sheep, they hear my voice. and They don't listen to the voice of the stranger. And that's why they follow me. They only hear my voice. God is speaking to us today. Know the voice of the good shepherd. Know the word of God. Know the word of God. The enemy came to rob that which God had for Jesus, which is the ministry of Jesus Christ. The enemy came to rob. He said, let me see if I can make Jesus do what I want him to do. And at that moment, Satan will become the boss. Jesus did not let that happen. Jesus showed him who the real boss is. Or you think you need to survive with this bread that you are telling? I'll tell you something even better. I don't need this bread to live. Every word that comes to the mouth of God can keep me alive. Praise be to God. No matter what you face, no matter where you go, ask yourself this question. Am I disobeying the voice of Satan? Am I being defiant when it comes to not listening to the enemy? Are you someone who will listen to God and not listen to the enemy? Very important. You can say, well, I listen to God, but are you defying the enemy every single time by not doing what he's telling you to do? Think about it. That's what God wants you to think about, meditate on. Are you listening only to the voice 
of the Good Shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you disobeying the voice of the stranger, Satan? Jesus Christ victoriously emerged at us all these temptations by the devil. And he gloriously began his public ministry, having overcome. He had all the powers to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers. Whatever demonic spirits kept people bound with physical illness, they all ran. Whatever demonic spirit was working through people, whatever mental illness, whatever disability the enemy was putting upon people, they all ran before Jesus Christ because he defied the enemy during his time in the wilderness. He obeyed God and he disobeyed the enemy. If you obey the enemy, then the enemy will come in and steal, kill and destroy. But when you disobey the enemy, the enemy is put in its place. You will receive everything that God has for you. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord this morning, I want you to understand the seriousness of this word that God is giving to us this morning. No matter what you may say, always know you'll hear the enemy coming in a very subtle way to see how he can rob you of your blessings and he'll speak through voices that sound like a caring voice. He'll speak through voices that sound like they're giving you a really good idea. It'll sound like are they are really up to something that's going to help you know this for sure. You can never live from a place of death. I repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. You can never live from a place of death. You can never live not only in a place of death, from a place of death. You can never live what will Satan try to do? What did he try doing? Was to move Jesus from the place of life to the place of death. Right before he had to do the public ministry. Jesus said, oh no, no. I am in the place of life and this is where I choose to live and stay. He defied the enemy and he stuck with the plan 
that God gave him to complete on earth. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord this morning, take what God has spoken to you and pray over it. Know that the enemy will come from time to time to see if he can very subtly make you to obey him. So it sounds precious. God is speaking to you today. He says, be alert, be alert. Be sober, be vigilant. So your adversary is going around like a roaring lion, looking to see who he may devour. Keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Never bow down to sin. Never bow down to Satan. He'll put shackles on your hands, shackles on your feet, gag your mouth until your voice will not be heard even when you cry out to God. God is seeking a desire. Never go into the camp of the enemy. Never bow down to Satan. Defy the enemy and bow down to God. Only then can you live. You can only live from a place of life. God is speaking to our hearts today as you meditate on what God has given this morning make every effort to be the change that you need to become so that you can live and cause others to live be alert be sober be vigilant the enemy will come. He will try to see how he can drag you down. The only way you can stand your ground is by defying the enemy. And by only obeying God Almighty. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Every single time, resist the devil. Every single time, submit to God. Every single time, resist the devil. And you will see success after success after success in your life. When you say no to the devil, And be keen on executing the will of the Father in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Take a few minutes in the presence of God. Whoever is led by the Lord to pray, you can open your mouth and pray to the Lord. From the bottom of your heart. So that you don't get robbed by the enemy ever again. That you overcome every single time by defying the enemy, resisting the enemy, by submitting to God, 
by resisting the enemy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Satan will come in many different ways and many different shapes and forms. Do you have eyes to see and ears to hear? To know that this is the voice of the stranger and to refuse it, reject it right away. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take a few minutes in the presence of God. Pour out your heart before God. God is in our midst. Pray, Lord, I commit myself to you never to bow down to Satan, but to be like the Lord Jesus Christ, to have faith in him and in his word, to defy the enemy every single time, to submit God every single time, and to live a life that will bring glory and honor to this great name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for speaking to your people, giving them your truth that can quicken their souls one more time. That can Give them a much better vision and understanding of how to deal with the enemies of their soul. So I ask you, Father, that you will continue to strengthen them. As your people pray now, I pray that you will answer them. I thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.